nine rounds of golf for $90? Yep. The Minnesota Golf Passport is back and available now at garagelogic.com. As a golf passport card holder, you're entitled to nine 18 whole rounds of golf for just one low price of $90. Supplies are limited, so just go to garagelogic.com and type keyword passport. A $300 golf value for just 90 bucks. Now you got it. GarageLogic.com. Keyword, passport. A special thank you to the Courtyard by Mary at Minneapolis-St. Paul and Roseville for providing lodging for moi at the State Fair. Enjoy a contemporary atmosphere in the modernized rooms and bathrooms with the newly updated accents at the Courtyard by Marriott, Minneapolis-St. Paul, Roseville. It's located by everything, including the U of M, uh, the State Fairgrounds, the Sports Center, Huntington Bank Stadium, downtown Minneapolis, and, of course, the Rosedale Mall. Amenities, high-speed Internet, ergonomic chairs, well-lit desks. I did all of them. Uh, I used all of them when I did my taxes the other day in <laughs> oh my, my hotel gosh, room. Oh, my gosh. Are you kidding? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> worked out well. Uh, voted by guests as the TripAdvisor Certificate of Excellence Award, winner, uh, award winners at the Courtyard by Marriott Roosevelt. You'll find all the amenities you expect, like a giant big screen TV in every room. The Courtyard by Marriott in Roseville, located at Centerpoint Drive, just off 35W in Roseville. Welcome to News from the Krabby Coffee Shop with your host, Don McLean, from Jason and Alexis in the Morning on My Talk 1071, Garage Logic's newsman, Mr. FYI, John Height, and the crabbiest guy in the coffee shop, Kenny Olson. Uh, we missed one. Yeah. Roscoe. Big round of applause for Roscoe. And Chris Reavers, who's running the board when Ross should be running the board. Thank you, Chris. You're welcome. <laughs> Kenny was adamant that I'd be out. Here. Okay. Yes. No, I, I got you. And sitting front and center, kind of hiding me in case uh, the bullets start uh, flying. You <laughs> oh can throw yourself in hey, front of me. Wasn't tax day like three months ago? Uh, I get an extension every year, and okay. they're doing mid hey mid October. Oh, sorry, right. <laughs> playing the role of Don McClain. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was first in line at H and R Block. I was their first customer this year. I always put it off until I, I have yeah. to do it. My tax lady called me last week and said, "Let's go here." Uh, so I did my taxes. But this morning during the Jason Alexis show, and I'm so glad Jason brought this up. He recounted a very a charming story about his walk through the fairgrounds yesterday, which took him past the giant slide where apparently a little girl, I didn't get her, her age, but I'm sure she's tiny, uh, she peed her pants going down, <laughs> going down the slide. Of course, this, uh, this story delighted Aww. me, and it reminded me of a few stories, um, and all of the stories have one basic theme. Today's fairgoers are uh, wussies. Ah, uh, oh, and wow. I want to start with a uh, viral video. You can look this up on Twitter or Facebook, whatever, from Bell Isle Park in Michigan, and it was viral last week, where they have a metal giant slide. It looks exactly like ours with, with yep. the roller humps, uh, but they refurbished this thing. They waxed it down, and they sent these poor SOBs down, and every single hump they caught huge yeah. air. Uh, and it was a real disaster, and they were breaking limbs, and finally they, oh. had, they had to close it down and change some things before they re reopened it. And it's a real delightful video if you like seeing people get injured. Uh, and it reminded me of a documentary I watched um, maybe a half a year ago about a park in New Jersey called Action Park. Now, Don, I know you've seen this. Oh, I saw that documentary. And this... Uh, 
This action park was, uh, my God, it, it was a thing of my dreams. Almost every <laughs> ride on the premises would could get you permanently injured <laughs> or killed. Yeah. I mean, they had ambulances always, every day, outside. I mean, there would have slides that would just go off into the water and just drop <laughs> off into a pond. Do you sign a waiver to have to go here? Right? It was in the 70s, so I don't know if oh, they cared. Oh, okay. But and it el- went on for a long time, right? And, yeah, and alcohol played a factor for both the uh, the riders yeah. and the people at the amusement park and the workers. The employees. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Everybody I mean, you was will loaded. not believe it. I'm going to look up what that documentary is to see where people can They had it. Uh, rides like the Grave Pool, the Death Chair. Oh. Uh, the Alpine Slide, though, that was the big one. The Alpine Slide was a 2,700-foot long track made of concrete, fiberglass, and asbestos that saw riders sitting on <laughs> small sleds that had a brake accelerator stick. And they'd go down. It basically looked like a uh, like a luge yeah. um, run, only no ice, concrete. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, we had a water slide like that in the 80s in my town, and it was concrete. I mean, you just <laughs> you li- it was painful. I mean, if you no helmets, came right? off of your mat, you're like I'm stuck, and then some big <laughs> sob would be behind you, run into you, you're going you off right the sides. Over. Push you right By the way, through. this you have to watch. It's on HBO Max. It's called Class Action Park. Yeah, and it's fantastic because, because of the lawsuits. I was, yeah. okay. It's an hour and a half. You will not believe what you see. One <laughs> afternoon while visiting, I feel like we should have some really calming music under this. <laughs> One afternoon while visiting with the uh, at the park with a friend, a 19-year-old named Larson boarded the Alpine slide. The brake on his sled was broken, which evidently caused his sled to run off the track. He fell into an embankment, (laughs) hit his head on a rock. The injury sent him into coma and killed him. Wow. Oh, my God. And there were a number of deaths at this place before they uh, finally had to shut it down. One of the rides never made it to the public. I think it was the one that had a loop-to-loop at the very bottom. You go down an enclosed tube, a, a slide. At the very bottom, they have a loop. (laughs) <laughs> and they never tested it. Yeah. This would be, oh, my gosh. This would be the perfect music. And they paid, if I remember right from the documentary, they paid some employees to go test it out. Yes. And none of them made it successfully. No. Whoa. Broke arms, broke legs. <laughs> Honestly, broke their back. You come out of the chute a broken human being. And they're like, well, it's ready. <laughs> So this got me, and all of this has been on my mind uh, this park uh, this uh, year at the state fair. For some reason, I've been really, really obsessed with you have what the fair used to be and what it is today. Uh, and I looked up a bunch of stuff, and I printed a bunch of different stuff, starting with um, the wooden grandstand built in 1885. Now, oh in God. the early 1900s. This thing was in such poor shape that a well-attended event in 1908 caused a, a little more than anxiety. The employees went out with megaphones or whatever they had and started yelling at the crowd, don't stamp your feet, don't clap, don't holler, because they thought the grandstand was going to collapse. Oh, my gosh. 1885? That's, yeah. Uh, well, it was built in 1885, and this happened in 1908. Eventually... Oh. Eventually, they uh, tore that thing down, and they built that behemoth we have okay. now. But in the history of the fair, we had cars jumping over elephants, 
steam locomotives. Ooh. Yeah, Whoa. yeah, yeah. You like know Evil Knievel over an elephant. In a car. Can you, yeah. um, oh my gosh, can you imagine what PETA would say about that now? <laughs> they would be out here tearing their clothes off. Uh, steam locomotives crashing into each other. Yeah. Airplanes oh. flown into flimsily built houses. I'd pay to see that. Yeah, that'd I'd be pay a hundred bucks to see what? that. The steam engine thing Kenny brought to my attention was it Tuesday? You were by my desk, yeah. and we looked it up on YouTube. He had already seen it. Yeah. I watched it. Yeah, Fa- I, I'd pay. Fascinating. I'd pay a hundred dollars to see that. The Russ, there was a, a, a time in in California in the early 1900s, late they they did this, and people in the audience died. Oh, because when these things hit, they exploded, and parts and giant steamers and everything went everywhere. That's what the fair is missing. It's missing the chance <laughs> it's of miss, death. It's missing death. Um, it's missing danger. A man on fire uh, diving into a pool. Okay. A man on a yeah. horse diving into a pool. That's my favorite picture. I'm gonna. I'm gonna yeah. guess. You may still oh, see a man on fire at the state yeah, fair, right? You oh might. It, you it won't be on purpose. It won't be on purpose. Uh, they would build sets that were 600 <laughs> feet long of uh, villages in France, no. and then they would blow them all up. There's no explosions at the fair no, anymore. We none. need explosions. Uh, but uh, as John's about to tell you, uh, all of this ended in 1951 when the fair board finally uh, said enough. Now, John, I gave you... The fair board was assembled then. (laughs) They're like, we should have a board. They finally got their ass together. (laughs) People need to stop dying. Yeah. Yeah. Let's assemble a safety board. But, John, Um, you've got a bunch of items that we we used to have here. Well, uh, I do. Uh, Did you want me to read all those? Because some of them are repeating what you said. Pick out the fun ones. The two locomotives... Uh, I love this, the Lake Benton News. I wish Joe were here. He loves old uh, newspaper writing. Here's how they described it. The leviathons of the rails will be in readiness at each end of the track in full view of the thronged grandstand. The engineers will open the throttle wide, tie down the whistle cords, and leap for life. It's like Kenny's traffic report. (laughs) (laughs) He uses phrases like this. Get out of the way, you hoopleheads. The two thundering monsters will speed toward each other in a mass of steam and smoke. Then... The crash. Who is running? Who are the conductor? And who are conductors? Is that what it's called? They put engineers. Their engineers. Huh? I don't know what they would be in this. Engineers is engineers in this are scenario they still. Make it? They jump out. Oh. Yeah, before they hit, oh. yeah. they get it going. Yeah. No, as it's still rolling slow, they yep. they put up pull. Pour on the steam, turn um, it all the way up, full throttle, oh. and it takes a while for them to spool up. I was just I listening can, to the beautiful language, and I for, I didn't hear that part. <laughs> I leap, can tell you. Leap for life. They mm-hmm. leap for They'll life. Leap for Here, life. Here's what happens in 2022 when they do that, or 2023 when we bring it back. Okay, you got your engineers, and one jumps out. The other one gets a text message and goes, oh, hang on. Uh, yeah, let's yeah. Yeah. Boom! Yeah. Uh, now, in, yeah. in, go ahead. I was just going to say, uh, all this ended, you, you talked about it ending, and and here's why. It, some things didn't have a good finish. In 1947, the Minneapolis Morning Tribune reported that aerialist Lloyd Rellum fell 75 feet to his death in front of a crowd of 18,000 people. And then a few years later, in 1951, Wing Walker. Remember Wing Walkers? Yeah, I think that's this story, right? It is. Okay. Yeah, we need we, more Lloyds. I'm going to point that out. And, and we need to get in a few facts here because we're going to have some trivia. There, there will be a test. Uh, we have some trivia questions we want to uh, ask in regards to these stories. Uh, Katie Middleton, 1951. First real name, uh, real first name, excuse me, was Pansy. A 17-year-old. Don't look at, don't look at me like that. No. 
17-year-old from the Missouri Ozarks, yeah. your home state, was performing in only her third air show at the oh, planes no. control. Oh. At the planes controls. I don't know why I'm laughing. Were former military <laughs> pilot, 27-year-old Carl Ferris of Lansing, Michigan. As usual, the act's finale was to be an engine-off dive, then a dramatic power-on climb, followed by a triumphant pass by the grandstand, where so they go straight up, right? Full mm-hmm. power. Mm. Uh, turn its nose down. Turn the engine off. Yep. And at the last minute, fire it back up, pull out. That's and correct. Then fly by the grandstand, give a triumphant wave of victory. Mm-mm. Unfortunately, this time there was a problem. The plane failed to come out of the dive. Yeah. Crashed about a half mile to the north near Larpenter Avenue. So that'd be <gasps> right up here, Just right? Up north. Right up here. Yeah. There was a collective gasp from the crowd as a first pillar of fire rose from a crash site, then a cloud of black smoke. The pilot, Ferris, died on impact, the force of which tore Middleton from the straps that held her to the wing, throwing her 75 feet away. And in remembrance of her, they uh, erected a Dino's Euros at the spot. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. You can lay a flower down and get a Euro. You know, she got thrown 75 feet, but she actually lived for an hour. Oh, bless her. They took her to the North Pacific she Hospital. Did she sign any autographs? <laughs> took her to the North Pacific Hospital, or Northern Pacific Hospital, which was near Snelling and University. And uh, unfortunately, about an hour after that, she... Uh, her third we, we aerial her. show. What was oh, what was Pansy's name? From the Ozarks. Pansy's name was Middleton. Kitty Middleton was her, her stage name. You oh, think you've Kitty. got it tough coming from Missouri working in show business. Yeah. Oh, well, right. Is that what I do? <laughs> so did I attach some of the comments to this story, John? Yeah. Uh, I don't know about comments, but uh, she crashed, or the plane crashed near Mrs. John Keller's Cabbage Patch. <laughs> behind 1780 Larpenter Avenue. She told the St. Paul Dispatch that because of the daily shows, she had, quote, lived in fear all week that oh. we'd all be killed. No. Her grandson, 13-year-old William Miller, had been hoeing weeds just before the crash started running so as what? the plane approached. Uh, the comments. There's one comment oh, that's the, just I see. Yeah, I gotcha. so awesome because I, I pulled this out of a newspaper article or something. I don't know. Richard Hansen commented, I was an eight-year-old boy at the time. My father was an Alice Chalmers farm equipment dealer, so we had already spent a lot of time on Machinery Hill. Then my mom, dad, grandfather, and I headed for the great Minnesota grandstand to watch the annual stock car races, which were always loud and fast. In between races, here comes this biplane with a woman standing on the top wing. I felt uneasy right away because of the danger. Now, Dawn, imagine yourself. You're a little kid, and you yeah. see this. Now, I think kids were tougher back then. They'd see their grandpa get his arm cut off in some machinery equipment, and so they were already conditioned to this kind yeah. of stuff. They're like, yep, plane blew up. Hey, kiddo, grab my arm. Let's go to the Yeah, dock. right, right. <laughs> uh, Richard said uh, they did a few trick maneuvers, went up high and came straight down. The pullout simply did not happen, and the biplane crashed right in front of us. Oh, boy. We were absolutely And he's like, stunned. don't have to weed anymore. <laughs> I just, our, our lawn is burned. I want to point out being the uh, the resident mind in the gutter thinker of this podcast. <laughs> you are? Yeah, we've had something called Action Park. Yeah. Yeah. John's talked about hoeing. Yeah. yeah. And what did you just read there? Uh, pulling out. Pulling uh, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah there's... Yeah. 
Oh, this is my. a this is a dirty you need to pod get a girlfriend. Today. There's this kids. A dirty yeah, pod. you really do need to get a girlfriend. There's kids and uh, gentle gentle churchgoers in the audience. So uh, mind your peace and keep. I'm sorry, at, everybody at the uh, at the fair. I knew yeah. we shouldn't have brought him out here. He's all down with it. <laughs> He's fine with all this dirty talk. Um, it's not. They're the ones reading it. I'm not saying it. They're reading it. Yeah. And, and what is the fair now? I mean. It's you go from it's food. It's one food stand yeah. to the other. There's yeah. no chance of well, other than like Monday nights, Labor Day, you might get yourself killed, but that'll be by a gangster <laughs> uh, shooting bullets around. Well, what what could go wrong? A snake could maybe bite you at the reptile show. Yeah, but they're probably not yeah. venomous, right? We had a horse get loose. Remember a couple That's years right. ago? Yeah. I remember yeah. that. Really? Great yeah. memory, Chris. Oh my gosh, and what did it do? Ran right down this yeah. street. Right did here. it really? Took did no it joke. stop and yeah. get some sweet corn? Or I think he was seriously heading back to the barn. Okay, yeah. oh, yeah. you know what? Home. You could get uh, struck by lightning. I was doing a, one of my other podcasts. Oh yeah. Had to drop that for Kenny. Podcasts. Had to le- had to leave the big stage because it was there was lightning in the area. So okay. you could get struck by lightning, but you get struck by lightning anywhere. Right. right. And I don't know if you've walked down the midway or not. Today's rides are well assembled and they look safe. Mm. In the old days, do you really think not, that? I'm still not taking no. that risk. <laughs> in the old days, they'd slap these things together, and yeah. you know they're still drunk from last night. Yeah. yeah, and probably been doing LSD a little. You know, yeah. so they're still tripping a little bit. <laughs> and they get them together, and they'd have five, six bolts left over. And they just eh, toss them in. Those, a well, those now are the. You know the small ones they set up in mall parking lots. Now that's those guys. That's just, where you they still go. got heaters hanging out of their mouths. The, the Woodbury know. Fair. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, no chance. I'm going on any of those. Yeah, that's a that's a county fair issue. Yeah. These are these are safe. <laughs> yeah, Do, are so. there? I, this is a legitimate question. My daughter has inspectors that come by her tattoo shop unannounced, and they inspect everything right. to make sure that you run a clean yeah. shop. Right. Are there people that travel to state fairs and inspect the God, I would hope, I would hope not. Oh. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> they are inspected. I do know that from a news story oh, I Oh, you did? Yep. Okay. So yeah, they good. are inspected. So Every day, or what are we talking about? I don't beginning? know if it's, I do know there's an inspection before the fair. Okay, that's, that's all that's that a, I saw in the, the story. You just ride yeah. uh, rides on the first day. Then. Does yeah. it go as well as the 13-year-olds to check my bag when <laughs> I come in? Uh, I'm so glad you said that, because I was going to say, I think the process, though, is probably very similar to security here, where it's really good day one, and by, like, day... Eight through twelve, it's yeah, yeah. When I come on in, if yeah. you want something delightful, we we're talking about the gate we go in and out of over on Como, and really close to there, just east of there, and I'm guessing it's somewhere right by the haunted mansion. There's this swing thing mm. that rockets people way, that, way. I want to ride that, but it's like forty dollars. They also and then they come down. The great thing about that is you can hear the kids up there cursing. At the top yeah. of their lungs. I want to do and it, it so bad. It carries across the fairgrounds. It's just delightful to hear the F-bomb for blocks and blocks and blocks. Yeah. They did have issues with that the first year it was here. Well, kept, oh well. Um, if I may, yeah. in Minnesota, I don't know if this will make you feel any better, state law requires mechanical rides to be inspected once a year, uh-huh. <laughs> the results. I got to go, the, guys. <laughs> okay, but in fairness, though. In Minnesota, once a year, yeah. These, they're probably inspected the moment they get here. So at least it's semi-recent to make mm. sure the state fair. Well, it, then what about when you go to the Woodbury or whatever the Woodbury county fair days. and 
And it's sitting there, and it hasn't been inspected for four it's months. It's just been baking in the sun. <laughs> exactly. Corroded parts after all the rain. Driven on the highway over all the bumps. <laughs> oh, my God. McLean, yeah. I'm kind of surprised, given all the things you've done in your yeah. past life, all the different careers you have, that you haven't been a carny. Oh, <laughs> I do have a friend who was a sword swallower. <laughs> I bet you do. I'm sorry. I'm I have stay to. Quiet. I have I'm, to. I'm sorry. I'm not he gonna. Was. I'm not gonna say anything about that one. <laughs> do, you, do you have her phone number? It's a dude. Oh well. So do you have his phone number? I'm open to that. <laughs> She's single in her mid thirties. Wow. Oh boy. Boy, that took a turn quick. Yes, it did. But being on the carny circuit, that seems like a good place to go if you if you're on the run. Yeah. If you're on the land. Absolutely. It'd be a great place to disappear. I could do. All the th- fun things that I did, like, you know, event producing and things for marketing companies, they were always in the summer, usually. Yeah. Well, when I worked for Gatorade, that was all year round. But when I would travel and stuff, that was – my mother would so kindly have my daughter for the summer in Missouri so oh. I could do things. So being on the road as a carny probably wouldn't have paid me enough to where it was worth it, you oh, know, because yeah. I would make enough in the summer on these tours and stuff to be – you know. Plus, you don't have any super offensive tattoos, right? So you <laughs> no. stand there in, like, jean cutoffs and a tube top, <laughs> smoking a heater. With I a saw r- somebody on the way here, didn't we, Chris Reavers? <laughs> Just like that. No comment. Hi, what now? Oh, remember that <laughs> woman listening. who was wearing the tube top and oh, it was yes. white we and were, uh, she wasn't wearing a bra? We were making comments on a tire. I, sp- I brought it up. He said nothing. Oh, my goodness. Permission to derail for 30 seconds? Yeah. I rode the shuttle last week. The woman was out here on Saturday, the Guinness record holder for the longest fingernails. Yeah. She was on our shuttle? Uh, she was on our shuttle last yeah. Saturday. Yeah. So about, yeah. what, okay. four or five days ago? Yeah. I, I kid you not, if you just glance, you think she's carrying multiple canes. Right. They're they're literally, yeah. like, from here, four feet long. I think they interviewed her oh. on Channel 5, yeah, too. Yeah, they must it's, have. And I don't know if anybody asked the question that needs to be asked. How do you go to the bathroom? The yeah, bathroom yeah. stuff. How do you do that? Bidet? Yeah, it's got to have a you, bidet. But then you still yeah. have to do – I have a bidet, but you still use paper. Well, to How dr- do you to cook? dry off. And so, to get just whatever. You just carry like a squirt bottle with. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Wow. How, do you, how do you fire up the Netflix machine? glad you're working machine. the show, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I, I gotta tell you, bless her heart. I mean, she had she had a really uh, a really good I, reason for growing these out initially. It had to do with uh, her daughter that passed away, yeah. and she oh, had just given her okay. a manicure. Well, now I feel bad. we feel bad for that. But yeah. this is years daughter. later. Uh, she's got mental issues. She does. Yeah. Well, okay. n- nobody does that that doesn't have mental issues. A- and she won the thing, right? She was trying to go for the Guinness World. But Book you don't record. get money. And, and she got the record years ago too, right? Yeah. Th- they yeah. need to go. Yeah. Somebody would, in her family needs to sedate her and cut those things off when she I, falls asleep. I will oh say this to you three amongst friends and the thousands and thousands and thousands of listeners. <laughs> that many. Huh? We we or I almost had a very Curb Your Enthusiasm or Seinfeld-like moment. Without knowing she was there, I almost ripped off like two of those fingernails. Really? Yeah. You were that close. Yeah, I was she was on the other side of the bus and I like the other aisle. Oh. So and does I she stood keep up her arms like up at her Yeah, her hands yeah she kind of does a shoulder level. Or she, yeah, she rests some scary oh, woman. Yeah, but I mean, honestly, what, somebody got a shot what would, have, that, huh? would I have been sued if I if I took a few of those bad boys off? I, I think they're really secure. Like they're really hardened. Yeah. They must be like 
hard as wood. And they were multicolored. That was the part that was crazy about it. I was... Oh, actually, do you want me to show you a picture? I'm have a jo- you, you can't do a job. You can't have a job. You can't no. function. What can you possibly do? I creepily do? took some pictures without her knowing it, so I apologize if she's listening to the pod. Oh, yes, Look sorry. at those things. Oh. oh, it looks like intestines hanging off of her fingers. It does, yeah. Oh. Yeah. She was a it's kind like, lady. I'll give her that, but that that gives me the willies. Yeah. If anybody that, wants to see straight. these, come on up. I'll that show doesn't you take out. away from the fact that she's insane. I've I, never uh, seen straight oh. nails like that. They usually curl. I'm uncomfortable so Maybe now. they curl. maybe yeah. she did something to make them straight and not curl because oh. they're. Yeah. That was a, like a four minute derail. Back to you, um, McLean. Get your stuff ready because we're going to change gears here in, in a second. <laughs> sure. Uh, I've been glossing over the storage aspect that we can get at DK Mags, uh, and, and I, I, I like talking about this because it's such a great idea. And I just learned about this recently. Be, by the way, DK Mags—they're our full-service gun shop. They're in no, New Brighton, of course, on the web, DKMags.com. Uh, you leaving town? You getting divorced? Selling the house? You got people coming over? Big party? Uh, whatever your reason may be, you need to get those firearms out of the, your house. Bring them over to DK Mags. They have highly secured storage for your firearms. Don't try to hide them yourself, especially if you're selling your house and, and you're, uh, you need to hide them somewhere. That's not going to work. These people are snooping through your medicine closet, your, uh, your privates, your underwear drawer. Don't think you can hide them yourself. Uh, get those things to DK Mag. they'll, uh, Mags. They'll also buy your unwanted firearms from either individuals or estates, one firearm, 20 firearms, whatever you got, uh, I definitely call DK Mags before I put them on an auction or try to sell them myself. Just a couple of things to consider. DK Mags, 443 Old Highway 8 in New Brighton, and, of course, on the web, dkmags.com. <coughs> oh, that was nice. It's <laughs> a little button here, Kenny. You're Kenny welcome. Edwin, uh. It's okay. <laughs> so, Don, um, and, and I really applaud this idea. You're trying to get rid of stuff out of your storage facility and i I gotta tell you storage facilities they're the biggest boondoggle i I never thought i would have one in my life yeah and what usually i'm not going to say usually but what a lot of times what will happen is you'll pay for years and years and years to store stuff then you die then your family comes along Yeah, then it's on storage wars and then they (laughs) they sell all your crap for next to nothing or worse yet they put it in a dumpster and you've been paying for years uh, yeah, a couple a years now. Hundred dollars or more a month. Yeah, it went up from eighty dollars to a hundred nine to a hundred and twenty-one. Wow! So it's hmm. time for you to clear that crap I'm out of there. I'm doing. Face it. it. When did you put it in there? Two years ago. Uh, uh, August 2020. The plan was just so that I can, you know, save face here. Is that I my lease was up on my apartment. I was going to buy a house. My boyfriend said, "Move in with me. I don't want you to buy a house." And you can just, hey, save some money, you know, for your down payment. Yeah. And I was looking at houses. It was just going to be like no more than a year. It always is. But then the housing market, my loan amount that they said they would give me, all the houses I was looking at went up like a hundred grand. I'm not kidding. Right. And I wasn't willing to sacrifice, like, I'm not going to have a place that's like 900 square feet for three hundred and fifty thousand dollars it's just absurd to me so i'm like i'm waiting until the market goes down but now i'm just feeling the burden of all this stuff and let's face it you've pretty much moved in to stay you're not yeah moving out i probably like if i unless something happens you know i'll just be sad without a bed i guess because i'm getting rid of those mattresses 
and some of this furniture. You, you didn't. Can, you can move back into a storage unit, is what you can do. <laughs> sure, I can just go in there. Uh, people try that, and it's not allowed. Yeah, I, I know. Otherwise, I would it's, have a long time ago. It's climate controlled, yeah. but you know, it's yeah. inside. So, what's your plan here? Um, my plan is to. We're going to do some trivia. I've brought some junk from my storage unit. And whether or not you get it right or not, you get to take home something from my storage unit because I don't want to take this stuff back home. There's some valuable stuff in here. It's a win-win. There's some, there is Listen. some good stuff in don't there, by the way. Don't say anything. But, yeah, I won't know, give it away. Yeah, yeah. From looking the audience over, I can see the uh, I, I can see how disinterested they are in this. <laughs> uh, and I can see that they didn't retain any of the uh, names or dates. That's or why you win whether or not you get anything, the um, <laughs> And I can see nobody's going to step up to the microphone and ball. Volunteer. So we're going to just pick people out, and you're going to have to take this ass out of here. <laughs> I don't care what you do with it, but you've got to come on down. Do you want to even? Should we even try the trivia stuff? Yeah, let's try the trivia. Um, what year did the aerial performer crash and die? Come on, somebody, anybody. Is he? They're all acting like they know. You know, don't you? Y- you. Just doesn't 50? want to We're all the 50. Come on up to the microphone and tell us, because you're going to go home with a great prize. Maybe. You're going home with a prize, <laughs> sir. <laughs> She'll save your spot. Lay out. 1940. Close enough. Close yeah, enough. Close you win. Enough. Yes. Okay, now. It was now. actually 1951. Come I on have, up here. No, no, no. I have something. You can pick something from the suitcase, <laughs> the bag, or this box. And not John's guitar. Yeah, anything but that. You want that box? Oh, don't open that, it yet. Don't get to open it. Okay, I'll tell people what it is. I think you've made a really great choice. What's your name? Dave. Okay, Dave. Um, inside this box. All right, inside let me just go back. Box. In 2008, I had a 2006 Pontiac Vibe. Wow. Okay, uh, somebody ran into the back of me, and my back tail light broke out, and so I ordered one off of eBay for eighty-eight dollars. 2006 vibe, back tail light is yours. I just opened it this morning. It's never been opened. Wow. You can see I paid $88 for it. And you just won a Pontiac vibe rear brake tail light. Congratulations. I mean, you know what? There's somebody out there driving that piece of crap looking for yeah. one of these. And you so, could sell it on eBay for th- I will never sell it on eBay, so there you go. Have this fun just, at the fair holding a large box. This yeah. guy just paid for his state fair right here by being a yeah, part of resell news it. from the Krabby Coffee Shop. Congratulations, Good Dave. job, Dave. Oh, want want to point out really quickly, Dawn is the person at holiday time that before you can open your gift will just tell you what she gave you. <laughs> well... <laughs> I guess, but he didn't have a micro. Well, I guess he could. And say. I got news for you: that box is going to be sitting there after he. I wanted the box. <laughs> we don't care about that. It's not our problem. Uh, second trivia question: What was her name? Oh, what was the, the aerial performer who died in the plane crash in 1951? She has two names, three names, three. Yeah, give you, us one. You of know them. it. Yeah, you guys thought that was a great gift. No. <laughs> Close enough, you win. Get up here. Come on up here. Get up here. Do you, do you want something from this garbage sack? The suitcase? Oh. Or? No, no, no. Something from the suitcase. Something from the suitcase. A cane? Oh, no. 
You're wanting me to do this. All yeah. right. Yeah. Well, what was the what was the name of oh. the pilot? The, uh, the name was of the aerialist was Kitty Middleton. Kitty right? Middleton. Kitty Middleton. Real name Pansy. 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 Yep. Okay. Okay. Sweetheart, what am I going with? The suitcase or the garbage bag? It looks like a wreath. If I can, <laughs> I'm looking at. You know, that's another one you can add to your collection. And we can put on our door. Give her the wreath. Give her the wreath. Is that what it's you good? want? Yeah. I'll take the bag. Is, is that really what it is? It's yeah. a Christmas wreath. It has ah, a dove on it. Doing a little mentalist here. And in the suitcase we and, have. Yeah. And so um, this I actually made bills. myself. It's, I usually put like candles on it or something during what's what happens before Christmas. Sweetheart, you're Monica? supposed to watch no, my su- sp- Thanksgiving. Spot. I'm sorry, sir. I was sitting there. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's the, that's yeah. I was sitting there. That's, I had to come up to get this. That's that guy's spot, dude. It really is his spot. I'm you, you sorry. You come on up here, though. We'll give you something <laughs> yeah. for free. Here yeah, I'm is. sitting there. Before it's, I put no lights on it, it has no. a dove. It's an embarrassed Look at that, dove dear. that's facing the other direction. It'll go perfect I made on it. our garage Oh, there's two. There's two. <laughs> Great. Those are actually real birds that died in the bag, right. by the way. <laughs> okay, yeah. so my wife did that. We had birds that would nest in the wreath, and I said, don't do that. Then they laid eggs, and I said, you're going to kill birds. Oh, my yeah. gosh. She did. She's a murderer. Well, here's I another uh, death bird contraption. It was either that or the D.B. Cooper suitcase here? <laughs> no, <laughs> not there's, there are things within this suitcase, All right. too. Okay. Well, I'm going to be glad to lug this around the rest of the day. What's, so your first, what's your first name? What's your wife's name? My name is Mike. My wife is Lynn. Lynn, Lynn enjoy the week. Shout out to our church family, Calvary Chapel, Twin Cities. Yes. <laughs> Good job. Merry Thank Christmas you, in advance. Thank you, Mike. Okay. Uh, so we have surprise items yeah. left in the suitcase. It's not going to get a suit um, back, though. Let's, we want a crowd to gather, by the Seriously. way, as I talk into two mics. Just start giving away random stuff from a storage closet. So we didn't <laughs> we didn't actually cover this, but it's a really interesting trivia question, and I just learned this this morning. The year 2000 marked the largest crowd ever for a concert at the state fairgrounds. Huh. In, in the history of the fairgrounds, it drew 22,117 fans who was the oh, performer? she knows. Come on up. Get up here, Megan. Yes. Megan knows. This does not. Macklemore. No, you're wrong. What? Uh, too bad you win anyway. It was Christina Aguilera. Aguilera. Oh, yeah. right. Too bad you win anyway. Okay. Yeah, you, you win anyway. Kenny, you've heard Let's the story see. about Let the me... contract writer from that concert. Let me you pick not? something no, out I will for tell you when you're done with your bit here. Yeah. Well, I, this, this is a highly uh, successful bit. I hate it whenever I can't. <laughs> I'm going to pass this. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Um, okay, Megan. Who who said that? Okay. Right down here, right in front, walking on by. Christina Aguilera? Oh, uh, my Okay, God. wait, don't move. Go back to that <laughs> <Yeah>. microphone. <laughs> okay, Megan. You've won a scary product that I got at Goodwill called Curl Secret. Nice. Oh, my God. You put nice. your hair inside this thing. It sucks it up in there. All right. And then it curls it. I was uh, too afraid that my hair wait, would get... is that a female version of the Wayne's World <laughs> suck cut? Yeah. <laughs> Thank it you, Chris. Is. is that what it is? It is. Thank you. Could I, I hope you, it works. Could yeah, I use that I my Try ear? it out and let me know. Both I honestly we thought that was something else butt, when she pulled that out. I'm a little out. afraid of it. It's okay. You can try it on a friend you don't like. Okay. All right, you're welcome. Thank you, Megan. All right, give a big hand of applause for Megan. Yay, Megan. Hand of applause. Okay, ma'am, you were at that Christina Aguilera concert in 2000. Uh, 22,117 fans. Tell me why that record will never, ever be broken. 
Do you know why? I'm just guessing that she was right on, like, the edge within a week of stardom. Wrong, but you win anyway. <laughs> the reason it will never be broken is because they uh, reconstructed the fairgrounds, and it no longer holds that many people. Ah. Oh. Smaller capacity now. We watched her drive up in her limo and get up and get out and get up onto the stage, and she started with Jeannie in a bottle. Look you, at that. You didn't party with her afterwards? No, I had my ten, I, it was my 10-year-old daughter's first concert. So. Oh, how huh. sweet. In 2000, so he's 30 now. No, my daughter. The daughter. She's 30, 30. 32, Kenny. 32. Yep. Okay, don't uh, go anywhere because you just won a prize, and it actually is very fitting for Christina Aguilera. Is it a genie in a bottle? No, this. Look at that. This is a traveling bra holder. Wow. So you can put some brassieres in here, and then it's a traveling bra case. It looks like a bra she would wear. There you go. There you go. You'll give it to your daughter. I'll wrap it up for Christmas. True. I've never used it, it because this my bras are too big. This is going to my daughter for Christmas. Thank Good job. You. Well, you've got that one covered. And you have a cart. Didn't cost you a penny. Uh, you have a few more <laughs> items, Don? I have one more item. One more. Um, we worn, also, worn by me. We also... Oh, is it a bra? Nope. Oh. Um, we also have a trivia question here. We didn't talk about this, but I think everybody who walks into the fairgrounds should know this. Uh, Teddy Roosevelt gave his uh, carry a big stick speech. Yes, he did at our uh, at our fairgrounds. Oh, it was on September second. What year? Anybody? Oh. Anybody? Somebody? Shout out a year. Go ahead, sir. Wrong. You win. Get up here. <laughs> Come on, buddy. <laughs> okay. Hop the fence if you want to. Why, does that mic not work down there? Well, they got to come get their gift. Oh, that's true. Uh, for those who want to stick around, I'll be singing Genie in a Bottle after the podcast. <laughs> no, oh, yeah. no. Okay, what's your name? Tom. Tom. Were you just walking by, or did you actually want to listen to this crap? <laughs> oh, we listen. The wife likes the crappy coffee Oh, shop. she does. Hi, wife. What's her, her name? Kirsten. Kirsten. What size shoe do you wear? What? Nine. Wow. That's funny, because I have... My rugby cleats that are size nine. And they still have grass in them from Missouri. So if you ever want to get into a sport that involves cleats, there you go. How weird that you're a size nine. Congratulations. Uh, Kristen, put those on when you kick the old man's ass. That's what I would do. I'm never playing rugby again. So, you know, there you go. Well, thank you. Congrats. Thank you. Thank you. It's almost time for us. Tell us more about rugby. Okay, well, I don't remember any of the rules, and I didn't while I was playing. I was uh, going to a gym at one point where I was, like, powerlifting and doing all that kind of stuff. And the girls there were all kind of big, burly girls that were lifting with me, and they convinced me. Like roller derby girls. Yes. I love roller derby girls. Yeah. But they convinced me to be on their rugby team. How'd that go? I was scared to death every time. Black eyes, broken fingers. I didn't break anything, but I did get a black eye and a huge bruise, like, on my thigh. I never knew what was going on. I did play the position (laughs) to bring it back around. I was the hooker. 
Okay. <laughs> and right. there's the music. No. Well, I, uh, before we go, I want to tell everybody about uh, Heydays coming up here, the weekend. It's actually next weekend, the weekend after Labor Day. It's the one weekend every year where the Snow Barons, the Snowmobile Club, is allowed to invite all of us petrol heads, us uh, fume breathers, up to their 140-acre facility. It's the official start of winter. Uh, if you're into cylinders, snowmobiles, motorsports, bikes, whatever, Heydays is a must-attend event. They've got somebody for uh, something for everybody there. All the factory uh, rigs will be there. Articat, Polaris, Skidoo, Yamaha uh, race teams will be there. Dealers selling last year's crap at, at, at an, uh, an incredible... No, I'm serious. Yeah. It's an incredible discount. If you need uh, a suit or a helmet or whatever from last year... That's the place to go. The biggest swap meet you'll ever see. It's a swap meet, not a flea market. Thank you. It's all at Heydays. It's September 10th and 11th, the weekend after Labor Day. It's just off Minnesota 95. It's well marked, easy to find, about seven miles east of North Branch. Uh, they have an app you can uh, download so you can stay in the know while you're there. Uh, oh. You can also go to the website, heydays.com. And that's H-A-Y? H-A-Y-S-D. Hayes. Hey days. Hey, hey days. H-A-Y-D-A-Y-S. By the way, I, uh, before before we go, I have a grief with the media in this stupid town. Okay. Today, we had uh, two separate instance, incidents that happened on the freeway. Um, have you seen the straw bales they make these days? The straw bales aren't oh. the kind you can pick up anymore and right? throw on the on the wagon. Yeah. They're giant. They're the size They're of huge. a minivan. Yeah. They load them on these flatbed semis. Every time you pass one on the freeway, you think. Holy crap, if that thing falls off, it's going to kill me. Yeah, these aren't done by farm boys in the middle of the night anymore. No, these it's a real deal. We had two separate incidences this morning where we lost straw bales on the freeway. Uh, westbound 36 at Snelling, eastbound 94 uh, at Snelling. That was like 745. All these so. jackasses on TV and the radio call them hay bales. Drives me crazy. Okay. It's really easy. Hay is green, straw is yellow. Yeah. Hay is green, <laughs> straw is yellow. So yes. if you work in the media, hay is green. Repeat after me, Ross. Hay, hay is green, straw is yellow. Did you just include the show with the mansplainer? I think straw I did. Straw is yellow. You're hay welcome. Hay is green, straw is yellow. Tell Joe. is green. Thank you for listening. Thank you for coming out to see us. Appreciate it. Thanks for listening to news from the Krabby Coffee Shop. New episodes drop every week wherever you get your podcasts.